web search is over. It's time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive as the SEO rock stars log on to Rock the Net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Good afternoon, everybody. SEO Rockstars is actually doing a live show tonight. I know we've let you down a couple of weeks so far this year, but uh, we figured SES coming up next week, we better uh, disseminate some information, maybe a little misinformation. That's my new favorite line. I uh, got Jake in the room here with me. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, mate. How's it going? It's, uh, it's, I'm tired, man. Yeah, I'm me really too. Tired. Me too. Gearing up for the conference. Yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are uh, exhibiting, aren't you? A big booth, big booth, big one. Um, yeah, yeah, we got to actually we have a uh, a ten by twenty. We got two slots, so huge, nice. huge, running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Sorry, but, are you guys um, making the big announcement at the show? Yeah, we're just I, not really big announcement, more than just you know launching the thing, right? So excellent. It's uh, gearing up to be pretty good. That's great. So you've been, I, I notice I've been hardly seeing IM these days. You, uh, I hear you're, you're just absolutely 95 hours a day on this thing, right? Yeah, now. yeah, it's, it's crazy, but it should be, uh, it should be good. We're making a lot of progress with the engine and getting some good feedback on the beta site. So, so that's good. How you been, man? I've been good. I've been good. My, uh, business is, is absolutely booming for me this last couple of weeks. It's, uh, it's keeping me on my toes, but I can't complain because yeah. uh, checks keep getting deposited, so that's all good. Excellent. But uh, my my wife has decided it's now time for me to take over looking after the baby when she wakes up at night. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't get a whole lot of sleep anymore. Do you still okay. have to do the work too? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that that doesn't seem like a fair trade. Well, you know, baby number two on the way. So yeah, yeah, that'll be nice, though. That'll be nice. What'd she do? He or she? Uh, it's a little boy. We just found out a few weeks back, and oh. uh, due on May fifteenth, which is probably going to keep me out of a couple of SES shows coming up here. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. That's oh, spectacular. Thank you very much. So I know we've we've both been absolutely swamped the last little bit here, and uh, just just going gangbusters. So I, I kind of figured tonight maybe we would do just a little bit of a. Uh, sort of a current events, current affairs kind of thing, go over some of the, the latest developments uh, briefly here and there, and then maybe just open it up to some Q&A and just uh, have a more relaxed, casual show and, and just see where it goes. What do you think of that? Yeah, sounds great. There's a ton of developments lately. so Absolutely. What, uh, what would you like to start with? Well, heck, um, you know, obviously one of the biggest things I think is the, uh, the about and... Uh, the the about acquisition deal, right? Um, that's huge. That was that was a very big deal. Uh, the the Times group there, New York Times, Boston uh, Times, and whatnot, uh, four hundred and ten million dollars for about dot com. What I mean, that's that's an interesting acquisition. I I kind of thought for sure one of the engines was going to pick it up just because it was. You know, you know I I know a lot of the engines were were bidding on it. Um, it Yahoo, I know, was bidding on it. And uh, that didn't make much sense to me, to be honest with you guys, because I don't think Yahoo has a darn thing to do with it. Um, Yahoo's already got a, a fairly successful content portal. 
um, about, I think, would almost dilute that. The only thing I could see about benefiting Yahoo for would, uh, if they were to, you know, if they were to buy it, would be to just take that ad revenue away from Google and put it in their own pockets. So that's, you know, that that doesn't make any sense. And then Google. Google's so scatterbrained lately. Who knows what they're thinking? Um, you know, they seem to be going in a million different directions. So well, I think and, the and New York Times deal is, you know, you know the most logical of all fitter. the engines. Google would would probably be one of the better fits, just because they don't have that portal thing happening. You know, quote unquote portal thing happening. I mean, Google's definitely yeah. a portal. I wouldn't. I don't think we have to argue that point. But it just seemed to me that that would give you know Google something beyond just all this searchable stuff. And you got to figure there's just a ton of AdSense revenue there that they could keep back in-house. Yeah, I I question how much AdSense revenue there really is there. Um, You know, from what I understand of the about model, the way the the editors are paid is not on ad revenue, but it's on actual page views. Um, So so that's... I don't know. I, I go back on forth. I can see why they might want to acquire it. You know, the ad revenue you mentioned is a good, a good, good point. And also, um, I don't know. Uh, you know, Google doesn't have any sort of content portals to tie it all together yet. So th- that would be another argument. But I just didn't see it being a smart acquisition for Google. So New York Times got it, which will be interesting because there's not really a connection there at all. Um, but it'll be interesting, you know. To see what they do with it, um, New York Times is is uh, subscription based. So, you know, will they make about.com something similar? Will they keep it open for the ad revenue? You know, what are they going to do? It'll be it'll be interesting to see. It, it, it's going to be. Uh, I mean, one of the. Uh, it, it's not a real big secret uh, that uh, I do some work with InfoSearch Media and uh, their article Insider Property, which is a very similar model to the about.com structure of uh, creating real. Uh, you know, honest content and delivering it out. And uh, they, it's been really interesting to have some discussion on that side because being a, a player in that that market, uh, some uh, pretty excited folks right now is to see that kind of price tag go on something like about.com. So, right, uh, right. I mean, $410 really million is a lot of money. So that's a, that's a ton of money. Absolutely, absolutely. you got to figure out, I mean, even if you can, you know, ballpark some numbers on – you know, 21 million visitors a month, and you know, a average click-through rate on AdSense, and an average, you know, AdSense click price and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's, you know, there's no payback model under that, so there's, there's going to have to be something else. Well, you know, it's curious as to why Prime Media even sold it too. Um, you know, they obviously lost 200 million dollars on the deal. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm curious as to why they sold it. You know, you'd think if it was a profitable re- web property that was being properly run, um, it would be making money. And Prime Media, I don't think, would sell a profitable company. Um, you know, if it was if it was making money. So it's, I'm, I'm curious to know why they why they decided to sell it and why the New York Times thinks it could run it better. Yeah, I mean, I was hearing you know. Sort of some of the talk on the street from Prime Media was that they just uh, they sort of just gave up on trying to mesh it into their magazine uh, base. It, w- it was sort of that outlier product that they had that didn't really fit, and they just sort of got you know tired of having to deal with it. But I just dropped a, a URL into the chat room for those of you that aren't there. It is 
nypco.com slash investors-conference-call.html. And it's actually a, a really uh, really kind of interesting summary about the the purchase. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to belabor what's in there, but uh, go ahead, pop over and, and have a read of that. And it gives a little bit of insight into what's going on. But anyways, about.com, $410 million. I think we're, I mean, it's going to be several months before we see any real change as they integrate something that size into what they're doing. You know, it's interesting, too, because they did mention in that page that, um, and they made a point of mentioning it, that the one of the reasons they bought it was for the technology expertise that About has, you know, um, and they mentioned specifically, to tie this all back to search engines, they mentioned specifically search engine rankings. So one wonders if they bought the, the About.com properties for that search engine expertise more than for the content. Um, it seems like the content play, I don't know, to me, with the About property, and, and I don't know, I, I've, you know I, I know a lot of people that work for About and, and all that good stuff, but you know, one wonders if the content was more of a short-term play and the technology behind About was more of the long-term play there. So it'll be, it, it will be interesting to see how it shapes out and what they do with the technology. Absolutely. I think, and I think we'll probably learn a lot more once we get to uh, New York and sit down with some guys like Marshall Simmons and whatnot that, uh, you know, obviously we're right in the middle of all that kind of stuff going on. They'll probably have some more insight for us, and we'll yep. report back on that. Yep. So. so enough about .com. What's next? Google's got a new toolbar, man. Have you tried it out yet? Uh, uh, no, I am. I have been Google toolbar free for almost two years now, and I am uh, I'm a proud... Uh, Opera runner, so I don't uh, I don't run the toolbar. At all. <laughs> same, same I've never used here. it. I, I, or <clears throat> I shouldn't say I've never used it. I, I've never really found a use for it. You know, after they broke PageRank, exactly um, in exactly. toolbar, it, and I never used it. it the time. interesting thing on this new toolbar, and, and there's uh, some really good discussion going over at uh, Nick W's place, Threadwatch.org, uh, about uh, Google has instituted their version of smart tags into this toolbar, and uh, so there's all these. Uh, there, and there's not the outcry when, when remember when Microsoft did the smart tags thing and it was just it was pandemonium and webmasters were protesting in the streets and and it was all just this this evil Microsoft thing right mm-hmm. and then Google drops out this nice new toolbar with this auto link function or whatever they're calling it and uh, it's sort of like oh well Google they don't do any evil so yeah it's kind of cool and and whatnot and there's there's not the outcry and I'm really kind of surprised I mean there's the people over at Threadwatch are all up in arms, but generally speaking, I'm not seeing the same buzz as when Microsoft pulled this stunt. Yeah, <clears throat> um, you know, it's it, it's the same thing. Uh, Google's still the darling of of um, you know, Google's still the darling of the search industry and the IT industry. So, you know, it's very rare to read a news article that you know blasts Google. There's been a few, but not you know, not a huge amount. So I don't know. Um, Nev made the point that you have to uh, turn it on in the Google toolbar, whereas with Microsoft it seemed to be automatically enabled. Um, but you know, well they've already they've already come up. Uh, Nick and the guys have already generated a handy little JavaScript you can drop in your pages, and it'll uh, rewrite their rewriting so you can actually get rid of it. And uh, somebody actually posed the question to me. It was uh, GenStar posed the question to me in IM today. Basically said, wouldn't it be interesting if Google started tracking sites that were blocking the toolbar in that fashion? 
and would there possibly be penalty associated with that? Um, I can't see them doing that. That just would be quite the PR nightmare to say, you know, we're penalizing your site because you don't allow us to manipulate your content. That seems a little bit over the top to me. Who, uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, you know, with the toolbar, it's, you know, they could be tracking anything. So, um, you know, I don't know. But um, yeah, well, I don't know. I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't played much with it. So no, I, I, have I haven't really either. One way I mean, or like I said, since, uh, since PageRank got busted, it uh, really didn't make a, a whole lot of difference anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, so I mean, what do you I think launched, about... I launched a blog in the last little while here. I'm sorry? I launched my blog in the last little while. Oh, have you? I have. I haven't posted Jack to it in like a week and a half, but it's there. It got, and I know I've made it in the blog world because I got spammed for Texas Hold'em Poker last night. You got spammed for Texas Hold'em Poker. <laughs> you know who it was? Uh, it's a website called uh, TigerSpice.com. I might have to, you know, go mess with them a little bit for that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, odds are pretty good. I know, you know, I probably know the person that did it. I couldn't tell you who exactly it was, but they're probably somebody I do know. <laughs> probably someone near and dear to you. Yeah. But, uh, that's that, that's I'm, I'm starting a uh, I'm starting a new website that just um, for no other pro- actually it's not an existing domain I have but for no other purpose than to just list the really shitty AdSense scraper sites I come across and that's all it does it's just a big list of them um, and uh, figure it'd be a funny way just to kind of document what's out there um, because people don't realize that this sort of exists so. I'm just going to keep a, a nice running list of them, and uh, you know, just see what happens there. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's drop that uh, drop that URL in the chat room there. It's uh, expunge.net, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll, I'll even I'll even type it up here. Stop just started here. last night. So if you guys have uh, any uh, sites you would like on that that list, just feel free to drop me an email at the address on the page, and uh, I'll put them up there for you. Now I, I went I went and clicked a few in there, and, and you got a couple that are just in the domain park. Are you considering that a legitimate scraper site? Um, well, uh, do you want your uh, if it's in a domain park? Uh, the, the home page may be in the domain park, but there are inner pages that are not necessarily. Um, so a lot of those are things I have found um, stuff on the inner pages in. So um, they they've got a good reason for being there. Excellent. I, I had a good laugh when you you I am that to me earlier today. I just uh, I actually laughed. I, I literally laughed out loud at my desk when I looked at that. I thought that was very entertaining, and it'll be interesting to track some of that and see if if it gains. I mean, it's it's one of those things that could really gain some traction. You can mm-hmm. wind up with uh, just a ton of reports because there's all kinds of people that just are up in arms over the scraper site issue. Yeah, and it's so easy to do. So yeah, I might have to give it a whirl one of these days. Oh, that'd be a, a scraper site. That'd be pretty black academy, though, wouldn't it? I, I would never do it in AdSense, though. I don't think AdSense pays enough. Um, but that's all I'll say about that. Um, well, for, for the vast majority <laughs> out there, that's all they have access to, though. So, no, so that, that, that's a cool idea. Um, what else? What else is going on, man? We have a. It seems like there's a lot um, in the search space going on right now. We talked about maps, I think, a couple weeks ago, did we not? Um, but uh, Google Local got added to the homepage shortly thereafter, that's and uh, they didn't really launch anything. They just kind of added the tab to the homepage, and it's still the uh, still the same old Google Google results. 
And uh, I thought it was interesting that they did add that tab to the homepage because one of the, the discussions I'm going back and forth with people on is why aren't um, you know why aren't more people using local search? It's not uh, obviously it's an industry I'm interested in, but and one of the things that I came up with is a lot of people see the local tabs on Google and Yahoo, and they have no clue what that means. As silly as that sounds, they have no clue what that local tab means, nor do they have the curiosity to really click it and try it out. So I thought that was interesting, and that makes me wonder how Google and Yahoo are going to get more people to those those services. If they're not really interested in clicking the tabs, then you know it's not really going to gain widespread acceptance. So it will be interesting to see how they – Promote those, you know, whether or not they intermingle results or. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I think they'd have to start dropping them into, you know, sort of throwing them up at that north position in, you know, where AdSense would be or AdWords would be. I mean, or, or something like that, because I, I, I tend to agree with you that, you know, what does local mean? We all know what it means, but because, it, but it's very much a, a lingo term. To right. Us. Is is it local to Yahoo? Is it, you know, is it something around? Mountain View, California, or like, you know, what else could we call it? How could you steer people into it? That's uh, I hadn't thought about that, but granted, I'm not building a local search engine like you, so right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, let's uh, let's take a commercial break here, and we'll dig up a few more topics. We're going to take some questions later on as well, so you can start PMing those questions over to me if you like. But in the meantime, let's uh, thank our sponsors for making this show possible, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Attention webmasters, wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp, just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Sponsor of the Webmaster World. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well written, informative content. High quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 20 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R dot com. More than a name. All right, welcome back. Uh, a little bit after 4 o'clock here. Jake uh, and I are just sitting back, taking a more relaxed approach tonight, just talking a little bit about what's going on, what's been uh, shaken up in the industry the last little while, and uh, probably going to take some questions in a little bit. Uh, just been rolling through the forums over the commercial break there, looking for what else uh, 
what else we can, you know, BS about for the next 10 minutes or so. <laughs> and uh, uh, there's, there's some interesting stuff. I, can I take a minute and, and rant a little bit about this whole black hat, white hat, gray hat stuff? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I, uh, it, it's interesting. I got uh, an email the other day. I was referred to from one of the moderators over at Webmaster World. He sent a, a CNN.com reporter uh, my way that, you know, is doing a report on search engine optimization and wanted to talk about all this black hat stuff that's going on. And he sent a whole list of questions that he thought were all these cutting-edge black hat type of things. And that really got me thinking because, you know, looking at these things like, uh, you know, buying links and cloaking and, you know, all this and that kind of stuff. And I really couldn't find in what he was trying to get at what was really the black hat um, part of it. And, you know, I've, I've got this kind of reputation out there now that, you know, oil man's this black hat spammer guy and whatnot, but it's really starting to wear thin because I don't feel that I'm doing a whole lot of stuff that is really black hat uh, for my clients. I mean, buying links, I do that, or, you know, cloaking back a little bit of content here and there, sure, if we got a flash page and that sort of thing. And I'm still getting that lumped in and being called a black hat spammer. And uh, I am getting kind of tired of the hat thing. It's starting to wear thin on me. Oil man, the black hat. Um, getting tired of the hats. Wow. It's just. It seems to me that we we spend so much time talking about black hats, white hats. There's a there's a huge discussion going um, at Threadwatch and at Search Engine Watch forums about you know ethical SEO. And uh, I, I believe my my good buddy Alan Perkins is in there having a a couple of swings here and there, but, um, and, and, and Guru's calling me, he's saying I'm backpedaling in the chat, and I don't, uh, I don't think that's the case. I think we've just worn this thing out, and there needs to be a little bit more acceptance that we're all manipulating the search results, and some of us just do it with a little more technology than other people. I don't, I don't worry about it. You know why? Because it, it doesn't matter, right? Um, yeah. You know, I, uh, <laughs> part of our, 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 uh, our uh, it's it's so hard because it's hard to explain this to people and people they they don't care you know what you have to say they just say oh this is white or this is, oh whatever you know whatever I mean however you use to promote your website you know whatever you use fine you understand the risks fine um, in building a search engine you know. Um, one of the things we look at is how to combat spam. <laughs> it, it's actually fairly easy um, if, if you limit the scope of your search engine. Um, you know, with ours, you know, you have to have a physical address to get in the engine. Fair enough. You know, you're an affiliate site. You're going to get rejected from the engine. Period. We just don't allow you in. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, Google they, they could fight it. Um, you know, there's the whole conspiracy thing that. Uh, bad results lead to better AdWords click-through. Yeah, that's probably true, but honestly, I think the scale of the whole thing is what prohibits them from fighting spam on a mass and efficient scale. Um, you know, ethics ethics aside, it's just it just doesn't matter. Um, the the people, uh, you know, the people that are going to rank are going to rank the people that aren't, aren't, and some tactics are better than others. You know, I've had this conversation with Jill Whalen, who a lot of people you know, say she doesn't know what she's talking about, but I'll tell you what, she runs a successful business, and she says it best sometimes, you know, there's different tools for different industries, and I don't have to use the tools that other people have to use. And that's fair enough, you know. 
If you're ranking where you think you should be ranking for your industries, fine, rank. That's okay, you know. Um, and I don't have a problem with that, you know, as long as everybody's making money. On the same token, I think that, um, you know, I, I think that it's just, it, it is getting old and tired, and I think, you know, people are trying to change it by complaining, and that never happens. You can't complain and change something. Um, the, uh, the <laughs> dare I say, the last U.S. presidential election taught us that. The people who complained the loudest still didn't win. So, you know, <laughs> it's all the same stuff, right? And that's, you know, that's the thing. You know, you just got to sit back. Let's accept it that this is the, the search engine world we live in. And if, I mean, if you're going to play in some of these bigger, more competitive, cut-your-throat industries, you're going to have to play. I, I mean, Tim from Yahoo even said it. You know, he got up at, at SES in Chicago, and he said, you don't take, you know, a knife to a gunfight or something to that effect. I mean, and, and it was kind of weird because he, he got hit up pretty hard after saying that basically saying so you are condoning spam and he basically said you know what you have to compete yeah. you absolutely have to compete and uh, you know and then we had the black hat white hat shades of gray hat panel that Danny put together in Chicago which was actually a lot of fun to do because you know it was controversial and and whatnot and uh, and Jill was on that panel and she stood up and she basically said I don't take on clients in competitive arenas. And everybody kind of went, oh, look, she just admitted she's not a good SEO. And, you know, I've got to say that's not at all the case. Jill has a very defined business model that she works in. She knows what her capabilities are, and she has a methodology to how she approaches her business. And from all accounts that I've heard, she's been very successful doing what she does. And, and you know, so that's that fine. I mean, there's... You know, um, your your local, you know, whatever. It, 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 it people don't understand that. You know, just because you can't rank number one for Fenrir doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about. You know, and that's one thing that always kind of bugged me about both sides of the argument. But you know, um, Breve Toxin or Brev Toxin, or however you pronounce your name, in the chat room says the only rules are the ones set by the search engines themselves. No, no, there are no rules. The search engines can't tell you what to put on your website. There are no rules. Period. Your, it's your website to do as you please. Absolutely. That's what it boils down to. And Google's got some guidelines, and Yahoo's got some guidelines. These are things they would like to see, because if everybody followed those guidelines, sure, spam would not exist. But I don't think that's even entirely true. You know, and I think a lot of this started back when, you know, w Web Position Gold um, came around. And, uh, and, you know, one of the things about Web Position Gold was that, you know, everybody thought it was revolutionary, and it was revolutionary. But then... You know, people that are new to the industry and still might use Web Position Gold don't understand that there can only be ten people in the top ten results. And if everybody used Web Position Gold, someone still has to rank number one. You know, and I think a lot of people that just follow guidelines don't understand that concept. But the other thing that that kind of uh, bothers me about the whole darn thing is, uh, you know, um, I, I read on the same token that people are starting to complain about <laughs> search engines hand manipulating their results. Um, and uh, and I thought that was funny because people are like, oh, that's not fair. You know, what does that mean, that there are bad search engines that have to hand manipulate results? No, people use search engines to find what they're looking for. If I can tweak something to <laughs> help people find what they're looking for better, then why not do it? So, you know, and people need to, to realize that the, the button turns or the button gets pushed both ways, you know, so. Exactly. 
I see, uh, I see our good friend Webgirl just showed up in the chat room. And he shows up and he says, as long as I exist, spam will exist. <laughs> I love that guy. He comes in, he doesn't pull any punches at all. He just says it right out. Well, do we want to uh, start with Q&A? I got a couple here already. Yeah, let's, uh, let's move. I've, I've kind of done my rant with the black hat, white hat thing. Needless to say, I, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm moving a little more towards the white hat uh, oh, yeah. realm these days. I, um, I just have my hand in a lot of cookie jars. That's how I like to say it. So. All right. All right. Well, we have our first question. Um, Patrick D. said he comments about AdSense payout recalculation. Um, Patrick, I have none because I don't use AdSense. Oilman? Uh, I don't run any AdSense stuff, but uh, I'm involved with a couple of companies that run AdSense extensively, and I've been poking around a little bit, and I got some confirmation uh, from somebody who I trust 100% to know there's definitely some recalculation going on, and it does appear that the AdSense payouts are getting bumped up. You know, what's interesting um, is... Aside from that, I really don't have anything else to say on it, but it, if you're an AdSense publisher, uh, rumor is it's going to start looking even better for you. We do, um, we do a, a quite a bit of uh, uh, advertising, um, and uh, from the advertising perspective, we haven't seen anything. So I don't know if it was a Google payout adjustment or what, um, I've actually heard the opposite of you, Oil Man. I've heard that nothing actually happened and that it was bogus. Um, but I don't trust my source as much as you seem to trust your source. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I say, um, but I, I don't know from the publisher's end. From the, I can say from the, the large advertiser's end, I didn't really see anything. So Cool. So I might have to get into it if payouts are going up. Start to maybe see if I can get some sites listed on the new Expunge website. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, and Snowman asked about, he says, talk about the fear of AdSense cancellation. What's up? Just what I was going to read. What's up with that? People clicking on their own ads and getting their AdSense accounts canceled. It, uh, it seems to be a rampant fear if you uh, run around any of the search-related forums. There's, there's tons of reports of people accidentally clicking on their own ads and getting their AdSense pulled, or people saying, oh, I accidentally clicked on my ad. Am I going to be... In trouble? Am I going to get my AdSense pulled? Uh, I I don't know how rampant it really is. It seems to me it's one of those things where because we're in this you know really closed community of webmasters and AdSense publishers that you're going to get a disproportionate amount of reports of that sort of thing happening. Whereas if you take the whole AdSense publishing community at large, it's probably not as scary as it seems when you look at our little micro universe of publishers. Uh, right. I tend, I think the whole clicking your own ad, getting your account canceled, is is a way oversimplified uh, issue. I don't think that that it's it's really that basic. Uh, it well, seems to me that it's just way too. You know, there's there's no basis for that. I don't think it can be that basic either because I know from experience um, that. As well as just you know the obvious click fraud thing, right? That that that's the obvious you know number one reason that AdSense may be canceled. But you know if you think about it, and, and you're tracking your your clicks, um, you know if, if I bid, let's say I bid X amount of dollars on a keyword, and uh, I didn't expect the traffic or the cost that it generated, and uh, it all came from your site, <clears throat> and I as an advertiser report you, and not only report you to Google. Okay, 
but I actually call my credit card company and do a chargeback, you can bet that Google's going to probably cancel those clicks out of AdSense and may even cancel your account because they figure that's cheaper to deal with than all the credit card company problems. So I think there's some interesting things that, that go on that way, too. I don't think it's just people clicking their own ads. I think if a large advertiser complained enough to Google about a particular site, that site could go away. So, uh, you know, I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. Um, and uh, I know people have been uh, been complaining uh, – you know, I've been complaining about scraper sites and all that good stuff, but there's there's other sites like that that I think that, that advertisers could get teed off about. And, of course, Google's bread and butter is the advertisers, not necessarily the AdSense publishers. So, you know, that's, that's interesting as well. It seems to me that, uh, and I don't know if Google does this, and if they don't, I'm not sure why they wouldn't, but why not capture your IP when you log into your AdSense account and then check clicks against that IP and just not count them? More money? I don't know. What's what's one click a day times? I don't know. Fifty thousand publishers. You know? Well, and that's exactly it. So that would seem to indicate to me that your argument it carries a whole lot more water than they just saw your IP clicking some ads, so they canceled your account. Right. Right. That's exactly. Because let's say you go and you accidentally make a couple of clicks. Who's even going to notice those? Who's even going to find those in their logs? Yeah. Absolutely nobody. Yeah. Because we all know that you know ninety nine percent of people that are in AdWords don't know how to track it anyhow. Right, that's true, that's true. But uh, Snowman actually asked for a little clarification. He said that's not exactly what he meant. He was talking about sites that don't really have useful content. So you put up a scraper site with AdSense, it, are you at risk for losing your AdSense account? Well, it just comes back to the same thing. Sure, you're at risk. It's a matter of, you know, until somebody gets choked at it and discovers it and it gets reported somehow and actually triggers some eyeballs at Google to go look at it. Right. What else we got going on out there? Are you still there, Jake? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. We're having some little phone problems, I think, tonight. Um, that's all. I, I think that's all I have, man. From your uh, from questions. Oh, guys, another one here. Um, from your perspective, should the Google Overture provide free click fraud detection tools as opposed to allowing a third-party market to develop? Um, I don't care what Google or Overture ever provided. I wouldn't trust it, right? Um, I would uh, and will continue to always track my own stuff because there are metrics that I can get that Google and Overture could never have access to because I'm the site owner. And a good click bot will convert um, to get around your simplistic click fraud detection systems. So you've got to remember things like that. Um, and, you know, I really don't care what they provide. It's like the conversion analysis tools, right? I really don't care what they provide. I'll never use it. I'll never give that data to them. Um, and uh, and I don't know why everybody thinks this should be free. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, direct mail CRM systems for businesses are not free. The U.S. Postal Service does not provide, you know, um, or, or Clear Channel does not provide free billboard viewings, you know. Uh, they give you an estimate of what you might get, and that's it, right? Um, but I guess there's no such thing as a fraudulent billboard view. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the same thing for me. I think it's up to the, the advertiser to track that. I think it's the advertiser's responsibility. And I think if you want anything decent, it's up to the advertiser to do it. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. It's, uh, I mean, on the one hand, I, I think to, to an extent the engines bear some responsibility uh, for accurate tracking, but they certainly don't bear the responsibility to protect the advertiser. Uh, I don't see it as really being that much different than when you, 
you know, do a direct, uh, like a flyer. And, you know, you got your, your 12-year-old kid in the neighborhood delivering flyers every Thursday morning. And, you know, once a month he just takes that whole bundle of flyers that he's supposed to deliver everybody and he just pitches them in the dumpster. That's, uh, I think that's kind of a bit of a real-world uh, uh, metaphor. <laughs> that, that hurt coming up with that. Uh, just to say, you know, look, you, you have to track your own advertising. That's, it's not anybody's responsibility. It's not the newspaper's responsibility to make sure that everybody reads that flyer that's jammed in the middle of the newspaper. So. What I don't understand is, from this argument, um, you know, Guest 204 says, uh, um, you know, it's not free. We're paying for it in the form of fraudulent clicks that never get refunded. Well, why aren't they getting refunded? Um, every single fraudulent click that happens on my site that I know about gets submitted to Google or, or Overture, and it gets refunded. Um, you know, there's no question about that. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think if there was ever a problem, you know, I might take it to the credit card company, you know, and say, here, this is a fraudulent service. Um, you know, here's my documentation. And then it would, you know, it would put that burden into, into Google's court um, or Overture's court. You know, people have those protections. I don't know why they don't exercise them, but I think you'll find that, especially if your stuff is to hunt credit cards, that Google's very responsive to any fraudulent click documentation you provide them. Um, you know, you need uh, you need to be tracking this. You know, why are you losing money on fraudulent clicks? Why aren't you tracking this? Why aren't you submitting with this, you know, to the engines? And why aren't you refusing to pay for this? You know, it, it takes some activity on your part, too. Now, of course, I mean, people may not be inclined to do that for $10 a day. Um, you know, and Google probably doesn't, <laughs> probably doesn't uh, care too much about $10 a day in fraudulent clicks. But, I mean, if you walk into them and you have three or $4,000 worth of fraudulent clicks, um, you're certainly going to care. Um, you're going to do more than complain. You're going to find out and terminate those fraudulent clicks, and you're going to, uh, to take some action, and so will Google. So. It boils, it boils down to having a responsibility on your end to track it. You say, yeah, you're, you're paying for it in the, in the form of fraudulent clicks. Well, everybody's paying for it in the form of fraudulent clicks, and they are seriously paying for it if they're not tracking it, and that's their own problem because it's really not this really big, hard-to-understand thing. It's quite easy to track down the vast majority of fraudulent clicks because they're mostly done by poorly designed bots. And if you can't find that stuff, track it and take a little bit of time once a week or once a month to go through all that information and send it back to Overture or Google, then you're paying for it, and that's, that's the price you pay. That's your cost of doing business. And we have guest 796 ask the same question. It sounds like reworded. In regards to your statement about click fraud, do you feel it's the advertiser's responsibility to track the click fraud or Google's? I, I, I think it's the advertiser's. Now, I think Google has a conflict of interest when it comes to that. Um, Google, basically, or Overture, and I keep saying Google, and I mean any pay-per-click fraud server or pay-per-click service you use, but Google has a responsibility to, you know, if you're paying them money for a service, to ensure that that service is good. Um, the more click fraud they get, the more it will devalue their service, and the less you're going to be willing to pay for their services. Sure. Now, the conflict of interest comes in is that it makes them money. I mean, click fraud makes them money. So, you know, it's also in their best interest to, to do the, the, the short-term thing and, and get the, the revenue from it. Now, 
you know, but the ultimate responsibility I feel as an advertiser is on neither of their shoulders. It's on it's on my shoulders as the advertiser. It's up to me to get the best value for my investment and to ensure I'm getting the best value for my investment. I have to track my expenditures. If you're not tracking your expenditures, then you're just silly and you shouldn't even be in the game. And what Web Gorilla really puts the exclamation point at the end of that sentence for you, and he goes, "If it's so easy to track, well, why doesn't Overture catch it?" It's simply a matter. I, I believe it's simply a matter of uh, of the dollars and cents, like you're saying. Well, and there is a lot of click fraud out there that is really good, and that you aren't probably going to catch. I mean, people kind of, I mean, I guess 204 seems to, to try to be riling people up. Um, you know, enormous steaming shitloads of money. Well, guess 204. Why don't you tell us what your advertising budget a month is? But Web Grill opposes an interesting point, and and I don't know if he's trying to get a rise um, or if he was trying to make a really good point, but. It isn't easy to track. You know, we do not spend an insignificant, or we, uh, I'm sorry, we spend an, a non-insignificant amount of money every month maintaining reporting systems to be able to do this. Um, it's, it's not easy to track. The information we get, Google and Ofture have no way of knowing. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things that come into play on that side. So, you know, it, it, yeah, it's all about money, it's all about money, blah, blah, blah. You know, I think it's, I think it's tough to track as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't. I mean, I'm perhaps a little glib in saying it's this easy thing to track, but my point being, there are there are tools out there, and it is certainly trackable. And it won't take you long once you start digging in there and getting familiar with how your logs work and how your reporting works before you're going to be able to start seeing some of this stuff jump out at you, and you can be a pretty quick study. So, you know, get get some get some decent analytics and and dive in and start poking around and see what you can see. It'll start to become readily apparent to you over time. Well, uh, speaking of click fraud and making lots of money, let's pay some bills, and uh, we will get back with this discussion after the break. Ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted fees industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit PositionTechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is all Always proud. Merchants offer your customers a billing solution with zero chargeback risk. Introducing DuoCash. DuoCash. And the revolutionary card that's just like using cash on the net. No credit card or bank account required. DuoCash is available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at DuoCash.com. So ensure your customers' online experience anywhere they see PayByCash.com or DuoCash. And don't leave money on the table. Sign up with DuoCash, the official prepaid shopping card of the Internet. Duo cash. Well, we 
we are back, coming into the last uh, last leg of uh, tonight's Rockstars show. We've uh, we were going to just do, sort of do this random catch up, state of SEO kind of thing, and it's it's uh, really taken on a life of its own and come back to click fraud. And uh, if there's any other questions, we'd be happy to address some other issues, but more than happy to keep banging on this drum as well, if that's what you guys choose to do. Uh, what do you think, Jake? Any other PM questions coming into you? Um, I, I've got a few that are on the way. They're about halfway typed. So it's just interesting to me to see the explosion of this topic um, come out, um, almost to the point where it it's, seems like it's being leaked to the press. Um, which I think is interesting because <laughs> about a year and a half ago, nobody nobody cared about click fraud, right? I mean, a few people know it existed. Uh, a few people did it. And, uh, you know, it's just recently, within the last six to eight months, that CNN and Fortune and, you know, the New York Times have picked this up. And it's almost like it's being, you know, it's, it's being not leaked, but it's, it, it's not a subject I would have expected to come up, you know, um, that much. So... It's interesting because I'm wondering if you know some of these news publications have had problems with it, and some bigger companies are, are having massive problems with it. You know, because some people say it's 10 percent, and some people say it's more than half, and it doesn't seem like anybody has a real good handle. And the engines are fairly silent on it, other than to say, you know, they police for it. Um, it's a, it's an interesting problem um, when we design our advertising system. Um, I'm taking a lot of the things that I've learned and putting them into play with our click fraud detection system. And our plan is to be very open about it. Um, you know, we want, we're obviously not as high profile as Google or Overture, but we, you know, um, Web Gorilla mentioned some proxy stuff. Um, you know, we, uh, what we want to do is um, actually kill stuff like dirty, you know, open proxies or, or things like that. And these lists are publicly available, and I don't understand why clicks from these proxies aren't getting blocked, because we still get them all the time. So, um, you know, there's, I think there is a lot to, to what some others are saying. There is a lot that can be done, but um, it is a, it, it's a very, uh, a very as, as they're saying in the chat room, mainstream topic right now. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one, I think it's one of those things, it's, it's, uh, it's a sexy topic. It's, it's controversial. It's, there, there's evil parties, and there's good and bad guys, and uh, it, it, makes, it makes for some, some fun reading. I think, but uh, I don't think we're going to solve it tonight on on our show, especially not on the lack of sleep that uh, we've been having. <laughs> but no, I mean, track, 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 guys, track, track, track. Do stupid stuff, you know. Um, you know, do do stupid stuff. Someone mentioned historical data, open proxies, all that stuff. Um, all that stuff you can track, and it's fairly easy to track. You don't have to go down the hole with that stuff. It's Little stuff that you know you can pick up eighty percent of the fraud. So, all right, what's what's next? Let's move on to something else. Let's see. You got anything I'm there, man? Directors are coming. <laughs> directors are coming back into the SEO realm. What is their true value, and how do you pick good ones? Huh? <laughs> Well, man, I, I don't. Do you see directories coming back? I, I don't. Um, well, yeah, they're 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 a piece of the puzzle. I don't. It's not like I see, you know, forty three directories ranking number one. Um, I don't know. What what is their true value? Well, their true value is how much traffic are they going to send to you? 
via themselves or via the search engines, right? Um, how do you gauge that? Uh, <laughs> did, did you get any traffic from, you know, any, has anybody you've talked to ever heard of them? That's how you gauge their true value. Um, you know, are pages they are linking to seeming to do better in the search engines because of their links? That's part of their value. Um, how do I pick good ones? Well, I look at a bunch of questions like that, you know. Is this directory helping this page in the search engine? Um, does this directory have a bunch of links from other directories, or you know, is Yahoo listing at page one of their best of the web page? You know, <laughs> it, it's questions like that. You know, gut checks. So, um, you know, I, I personally, although many will disagree with me, I personally still think the Yahoo directory is is decent. Um, um, although many will disagree with me on that. Um, and Dima's, you know, it's Dima's a toss-up sometimes. I think, but. I still think Yahoo's good, especially the Yahoo International directories. Some of the Yahoo International directories are still used. Um, so, does it? Uh, on the same topic, ABM says, does a listing in Yahoo directory make a significant impact on Google rankings? No, but it shows you give a damn enough to spend three hundred bucks. I mean, that's the way I look at it. You know, so. I Dmoz is uh, probably one of the most talked about directories on the planet uh, for many reasons, and. I, the, all I'll say about DMOZ is it's worth the 30 seconds to fill out the form and hit submit. And then don't even think about it, worry about it, don't even bother going back to check if they ever got in. Yeah. Just do your submission and then get on with life, get on with promoting your website. I see far too many people that get wrapped up and just you know spend inordinate amounts of time wondering why they can't get into DMOZ and resubmitting and emailing and just wasting valuable, valuable time on one directory that is uh, of arguable power these days. Yeah, uh, I have uh, I have no idea one way or another. Yeah. Um, true marketing, it's good if you know an editor of DMOS. Yeah, it's good if you know a meta editor. You can pay him, too. Um, a few SEO companies... You never pay a, a, a DMOS editor. Come on. <laughs> SEO companies are charging anywhere from 3500 to 4k for 50 to 80 submissions to what they say are top directories. Is this a ripoff? I don't know. You tell me. 3500 to $4,000 for 50 to 80 submissions to what they say are top directories. I can't even count five top directories. I, I know who that is, actually. Can you count five directories on your hands? Let's name them. Yeah. Who? Who else? Business.com? Who else? Oh, man. There's, there's not many. There's not, <laughs> there's not 80 top directories, so yeah, that's a ripoff. What's interesting, though, is I, I know exactly one of the programs he's talking about, the $3,500, and I, I did the math on that one. I've actually seen the directory list, and, and about $900 of that money is, is submission fees. And that's not, not to say that it's okay they're charging that much money to submit to a bunch of directories. But a lot of the directories are, I mean, some of them are paid directories and stuff like that. But um, quite frankly, uh, you should be able to go out and find 80 directories. If you want to submit to 80 directories, you should be able to go out and find them and do it for a lot less than $4,000. In fact, if you want to send me three grand, I'll do it for you. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, uh, I think Tygo is a good buy for, uh, for search engine placement. Everybody should go out and buy a Tygo listing right now. Elite Web actually in the chat tonight. I think so. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, Tygo, Tygo, Tygo. Come on, guys. Everybody go out and buy Tygos. 
And if you come to SES, you can get yourself about a thousand free two hundred and fifty dollar vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's all uh, it's all one time spend in Tygo. No more click fraud. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a flat fee deal, and I I think uh, I mean I talk to Elite Web a lot, and he's he's doing some good work there on Tygo. I think uh, I think they got an interesting model. It's going to be interesting to see what they do over the next little while. I uh, I haven't seen any traffic from them or anything at this point, but I do know some people that are getting some decent traffic that is uh, seeming to convert pretty well. So it's a PR seven. Tygo's a PR seven now. You know, if you place any value in that, it's a PR7, you know. Um, so certainly better than some of the other directories out there. So I don't know. Plus, I like the owner. Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, let's see. we got to let's, – let's wrap for one more commercial, give those sponsors one more a little bit of love, come back, and we'll wrap it up, and then we'll be passing it off to Jesse with uh, brand-new hats off right after this show. So we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch Media.com today. Are you ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted fees industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit PositionTechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. Add at your command. GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. And we're back. We're just going to do a real quick wrap-up here on the show. Jesse is coming up in just a couple minutes with hats off. Any last thoughts you want to leave with the good people here, Jake? No, that's it, man. I thought I was coming in, but you came in. I had a witty quip to do, too. Well, I thought you were coming in, too, but then the music got all done, and it was real quiet, and I thought maybe you didn't get the PM, and so I I jumped in. I started talking, and then I shut up, and then you were talking. Well, give us your quip. I was going to say, welcome back to the SEO Rockstars. We're the drudge report of your Tuesday night. (laughs) Very, very good, man. Very good. Uh, Do you want to run the room, seeing as how I jumped all over your quip? I know you get a kick out of that one. Oh, that's okay. No, run it. Go. I'm going to run the room. Thanks to everybody for showing up tonight. We got a better mall, Andre Bogner. Brevet Talks in Chicago, HH Dental Plans, Elite Web, E Whisper, Good ROI, Gold Vikes, Guest 
68, Guest 909, Guy from Oz, James A, Genstar, Jimmy F, Jay Vastine, Capsat, Kessler, Cam, Kimmel, Legion, Nevdal, Nuclei, Ogletree, Patrick Deese, Scott M, Snowman, Stroud, Stunt Double, Susie, Teen Help Desk, Trisha, and True Marketing. Thanks, everybody, for being here.